This is Dave LaGreca of Busted Open, and I know two extremely passionate fans about AEW, Paul Zartman and Tanner Lee. That's right, Paul and Tanner. I love what they bring to the table on the Kicking Out Podcast. That's right, the Kicking Out Podcast with Tanner Lee and Paul Zartman. Are you listening to me? If you want the latest on AEW and you're an AEW fan and you want to get the scoop, you listen to Paul and Tanner right now on all podcast forums. I'm talking, you go to the podcast store, you lay down your money, and you buy the Kicking Out podcast. You do it now. If you love AEW, you'll love Tanner and Paul. It's Wednesday night, and you know what that means. It's time for another episode of the Kicking Out Podcast. Your new KOP Predictions Champion is here. As you can see, I normally would be joined by my co-host, Tanner Lee, but apparently he doesn't think he needs to show up for work since he lost his title. So we're going to get this thing rocking and rolling as uh, we congratulate Hangman Adam Page on a well-earned victory over Kenny Omega at uh, Full Gear Saturday night to become the AEW World Champion. Congratulations, Hangman. You fought hard. Kenny, you fought hard. Uh, turns out you've been battling some injuries, so take some time off. Heal up. Come back. You are the best bout machine, and we'll see you when you return. Oh, hey, look who finally showed up to work. You're lucky. Uh, it was like 49 to 42 in prediction points. I don't see how that's luck. Well, <laughs> yeah, Super Click let me down. Mirror. Super Click, he did too, but when the Super Click lost, I had eight, po- eight confident points on them. When they lost, I knew I was in big trouble. <laughs> yeah, I uh, between them and Miro, I went, do I need to watch this anymore? Because I'm pretty sure I just won. And I wasn't the only one. There's other wrestling podcasts that do similar confident points and picks, and almost everyone I listened to had to super click for at least seven points. So props to you for having them for low points. Well, I just, I wasn't confident. I mean, Adam Cole's already eaten one loss. What was another one on his record? He is Adam Cole, after all. Yeah, I just I just thought there was no way. And like I said, I thought Christian was going to turn heel. I yeah. Still think that's coming down the road. But, and then I thought Miro, I thought they need a heel to go against Hangman. But like, we'll talk tonight. Now it all makes sense. <laughs> why they, they're going in the direction they are. So. Yep. But so, I, uh, I was listening from afar to the statements <laughs> you made. At the beginning, and um, yes, Kenny Omega, it does look like he is going to have a little hiatus. He's got to take some time off. It sounds like he's been battling through a ton of different injuries, including a really bad shoulder injury. There's a YouTube video up on on him getting some adjustments from a famous chiropractor, uh, Bo Hightower, I believe his name. He does 
adjustments on a lot of celebrities, a lot of pro wrestlers. I like his videos. Uh, Kenny just went through some adjustments with him before before full gear. And uh, yeah, I think I liked how they kind of wrote him off tonight. And we can, we can talk about that in a bit. But uh, what were you going to say there, champ? Uh, I was going to say, let's dive into uh, our coverage of Dynamite is the <laughs> champ is here. And of course, you know, I, I tried to make this work on uh, my spiffy little suit jacket, but my my dark order patch didn't fit. So you just get get a stare at your baby from a distance as it's where it belongs over my right shoulder. Yeah, I got a feeling I'm gonna have to wait a little while to get my rematch. Um, that's okay. Mm, maybe, maybe, maybe I'll be a fighting champ and put it up against you at. Uh, the Christmas show or something. Oh, all right. Well, uh, whenever you want to put it up, I'm willing to take you on for it. So but let's get into our yeah. great dynamite tonight. Really enjoyed tonight's episode. Let's get right into it. Shall we? Uh, as always, Jim Ross begins the broadcast with uh, it's Wednesday night. You know what that means. And then uh, he welcomes the viewers to Virginia and announces the day that we're both excited for. It's National Cowboy Shit Day. Yes, it was. Cowboy Shiznit, as uh, JR calls it. <laughs> I love when he does that. You ready for yes. the Cowboy Shiznit, Shivani? I love that. So, uh, man, that crowd was hot for Hangman tonight. Yes, yes. Right off the bat, uh, we go backstage with the Elite. Uh, Omega says he wants them to hold down the fort while he is gone. And Adam Cole says, don't worry, cleaner. I've got this. Yeah, I like the little uh, cleaner. Uh, yeah, been a while since we heard people. reference yeah. of the cleaner. I don't so. know if we ever have on AWTV, have we? Um, briefly, I think there was mention when he first turned heel of that's the cleaner. Okay, but well, and then uh, we had the cleaner girls, of course, for a while down yeah. at Daly's place. But yeah, I love the slow. It's gonna be a slow build, but I love the tension already between Cole and, and Omega. That's gonna be fun. Yes. Yes. So does Cole um, take try to take over daily while Kenny's gone? <laughs> I think so. I think uh I think we've got three out of four members from another uh group that uh Adam Cole was a part of. So I think No no help me. Who's the third? Wasn't it Tony Nice? Was it okay. Okay. I I, I don't know. I thought he was in there. I um you're probably I right. saw reference I've, to three I've out of four. A, so I've never been a big NXT watcher, so no. I'm not familiar with the Undisputed Era. I know Kyle O'Reilly's contract's coming up soon, so it'll be interesting yeah. to see if he comes over or not. I think if we get all members of the Undisputed Era, we're going to see a reunion of some sort as Adam Cole joins them, but we'll Which see. Which I would happens. be fine with. I just want them. I don't want it. I mean, but at the same time, that's a WWE faction. So do they really need to do that over again? I don't know. But I didn't think they were going to have him and Bobby Fish work together as quickly as they have. So what do yeah, I we'll, know? we'll get back to that uh, a little bit later on uh-huh. as we move through this podcast. Uh, as we look at the ring, all the Dark Order members are in the ring to welcome the new AEW heavyweight champion, Hangman Adam Page. Page enters the ring with the crowd chanting, Cowboy Shiznit. Page stops the crowd from chanting, you deserve it. He says he will correct them, and he earned it, which is why I was very, uh, very careful in how I said uh, my congratulations to Hangman since they made reference to him deserving it, and he said, no, I did not. I earned it. 
Um, my notes just went haywire here. Give me a minute. <laughs> That's too far back. Well, he pretty much then mentions uh, Brian Danielson, then Brian Danielson comes out. Yep, there we go. Um, Danielson says he is surprised and disappointed it's Paige in the ring and not Kenny Omega. Paige says he's not in the ring because he kicked his ass at full gear. Uh, Brian says when he wrestles Paige for that title, it won't be in a Ghostbusters Halloween costume. He is there to wrestle, but Paige is here to flap his gums. Danielson said when he won the title at WrestleMania, he wrestled the next night. Hangman and Danielson get in each other's faces and push each other. The Dark Order separates both Paige and Danielson, and Danielson says that the Dark Order won't let him go because they'll know he'll kick his ass. Paige then takes Danielson down. Danielson rolls outside the ring, and we go to a commercial break. Yeah, definitely got a heel. Brian Danielson tonight, a heel version. Now, will he continue to be healed after this feud? I don't know. That's the big question. But he's definitely going to be a heel for this feud, and I think that's fine. He can be a great yeah. heel. He proved it in WWE as Daniel Bryan about three different times, especially his last heel run when he was the eco-friendly heel on the road to WrestleMania 35 against Kofi Kingston. He brought up WrestleMania Mania tonight. I know. I was That threw me off. The night after WrestleMania. Crowd did not like that. Crowd booed him big time. Carried over into the match with Evil Uno, which was a very fun opener. Uh, Danielson's kind of the opener for shows, whether it's Rampage or Dynamite. He seems to be the opener, but if you can't be the main event, the opens where you want to be, and it starts off the show hot. Fun match. Uno doesn't get enough credit for how good he is. The way oh, he can I know. move for how big he is is really impressive. Yes. That's uh, um, Swanton Bomb. I mean, I know, I know Danielson got the knees up, but just how he can do that so fluid with with mm-hmm. his uh, his uh, body shape's amazing. Um, but Danielson, man, I can't say enough. Brian Danielson's way greater than Daniel Bryan for me. I mean, it's oh, just absolutely. because he kicks the crap out of people. Just beats yeah. the living crap out of them. That's not what he did in WWE. This is more aggressive violence. It's the American Dragon, exactly mm-hmm. what he was in ROH. Yep, Uh I like the references we've seen to, uh, of course, it came from commentary that, you know, when he started out, he had no personality and seemed like he had no skill and look at him now, which that's very true. One of the first reasons he got bumped from the main roster when NXT first did its thing is Nexus. Um, That's why he got taken out so quickly was because he had no personality and Vince didn't like that. Yeah, and then he had the whole angle with Justin Roberts and then the necktie, which they kind of made fun of, of after an episode of Dynamite recently. But uh, what I enjoy watching about uh, Brian Danielson is he's finishing matches in all different ways. He's using a whole different combination of moves. Tonight it was the triangle chokehold after stomping Uno's head in. Last Wednesday in Indianapolis against Rocky Romero, it was the Tequila Sunrise after stomping his head in. So it seems like he sets him up with the head stomp, which could probably finish the match right there. And then he usually gets him to cements. Yeah, I was surprised how fast the bell rang. Yeah, I was surprised how fast the bell rang uh, once he locked in that triangle. I I mean, it's like it locked in and boom, ring the bell. Does he tap? But I think... It was supposed to be portrayed as he passed out. So yeah, I just I think it needed a few more seconds at I least. Agree. I agree. That's on the ref, not either competitor. Right. <laughs> um, 
again, like you said, Brian Danielson won that match. We get MJF cutting a promo. He is glad he was able to prove to everyone that he is better than Darby Allen is basically what it boiled down to. Oh, a heck of a promo. I mean, he's oh, not yeah. wrong. Um, I mean, you like him or hate him. MJF puts on a banger of a pay-per-view match every single AEW pay-per-view. And I got to say it. Thank you, MJF, because I had six points riding on him. And if he would have lost, I would have lost. Yeah. <laughs> was it six or nine? Uh, it was either six or nine. I don't know. Nine. It was a lot of points that would have cost me. I, I had one. I had one on him. Uh, yeah, he just puts a banger of a match every single. MJF uh, is why I have this. I will say it. I will say it. You better order your shirt now. Um, no. He, <laughs> I mean, he just, he's much must watch TV. Great promo tonight. And even a fun segment we'll talk about later on too. Yeah, uh, we come back from commercial break showing highlights from uh, Eddie Kingston's match against uh, CM Punk on that Saturday match, night. That was a fight. <laughs> yeah, I know. That was physical. Uh, probably my favorite match of the night, honestly. I think I, think I agree. That was just fun. Um, yeah, uh, and then we talk to Eddie Kingston, who gets immediately interrupted by Daniel Garcia in 2.0. Eddie challenges Garcia to a match saying, you know, if you're going to let them call you their son, I'm, I have no respect for you. Love it. I'm becoming a big Eddie Kingston fan. Yeah. Especially on the microphone, man. He is, his gestures to everybody around him when they were coming out and running their mouth was like, you know what? I don't even care about you guys. Make sure I've got my, my salad ready or whatever it was he was ordering. He wants to to go to (laughs) catering. Uh, Yeah. Yeah, he's he's fantastic. I mean, I mean, he he got the crowd to cheer for him in Minneapolis and in Boo CM Punk. It was I know Tony Khan in the post scrums, post media scrums, kind of compared it to the Hogan and Rock at um, WrestleMania 18. I wouldn't say it was exactly that level, but no, um, but it was good. But yeah, it was the first time that we've seen the a lot majority of the crowd boo CM Punk, and that just shows you how hot and over Eddie is, and I think they need to put him in a, I'm not, I'm not saying the punk feud wasn't a main event feud, but um, I think Eddie deserves to be in a big time feud later on in the card at the next pay-per-view. Yeah. And I don't just want, you know, young guy. I want, you know, him and Darby or, you know, him and Sammy for the TNT title. Boom. Yeah. I'd be fine with that. Make it a long feud. Draw it out. Don't just, I challenge you. We do this. I lose. Right. But I will say if, if they have to rush a feud and get some hype for it, Eddie's the best person in the company to do that. Cause look what him and Punk did in like two weeks. They made it. Yeah, I know. Everybody was like the second most anticipated match behind hangman and, and, and um, Kenny. So. Of course I saw people rating that as like out of the 10 matches, number seven eight or nine on their um most enjoyed and i was like well, i don't want to watch a, i don't want to watch an event with them so <laughs> right they'd be sitting like i think number one was the pre-show buy-in for one person i was like really I mean, that was a solid match but now it's the right buy-in. i mean and if anybody had that minneapolis street fight as anything but towards the bottom my goodness i i mean there were some fun spots in there but i'm number I'm two for some the, humor stuff and Lambert acting like an idiot was just embarrassing. Mm-hmm. Uh, of course, the, my favorite meme of the week I sent to you, which was uh, comparing uh, Dan Lambert to uh, who was it? Kenny from the spirit squad. Yes. 
Up next, we get a uh, tag match between the Butcher and the Blade with Matt Hardy and the Bunny and Orange Cassidy and Tamaharo Ashi with Rocky Romero. Yeah, and we were just talking last week how we hadn't seen the Butcher. Well, he's been on a tour with his band. He oh, okay. Say, put this Wednesday open for some reason, just in case. And when this match became a possibility, um, Ishii was one of his dream opponents. So okay. he, he definitely wanted to wrestle tonight. So Yeah. And, uh, of course, the Blade's been on and off a TV with his mental health issues. So glad to been see the two of them. Lately. Been on a lot yeah. lately. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think he's got a wrap on it now that he's opened up to mm-hmm. the AEW crew. Um, I, mean, I but, still don't uh, like the HFO. I don't. I just no. don't care for it. I don't like the HFO, but I like TH2, and I really enjoy Butcher and Blade. I'm just tired of the Orange Cassidy and Matt Hardy feud. They said that was the end on Friday, and of course it's not. Um, it's never going to be the end of it. I'm this is going to be like a year-long story that results in Cassidy beating Matt Hardy and Matt Hardy finally saying, all right, I'm done. And, you know, I'm interested to see where this chaos stuff leads. Hopefully it leads to Okada eventually coming over. Um, I really want to see him in AEW eventually, but I don't know if that's going to happen or not. Um, at least uh, probably not for a while, but I don't know. Just I'm, I've never been the biggest orange Cassidy guy. I mean, I, I, I think he's great, like talented in the ring, his character and eh, whatever, but I was ready to roll with them after the Jericho feud last year, and I feel like ever since that, they just haven't really capitalized on them. I don't think they've known exactly what to do. I mean, what do you do with somebody like that after well, that Well, they, they did put him in a triple threat for the title at double or nothing um, and didn't have him eat the pin. But I don't know. It, it may be I'm just going back to my point of just this feud with Matt Hardy just going on way too long. And Orange even said he was sick of it on Friday. Mm-hmm. It's like you're speaking for every fan out there. We're all sick of it. Move on yep. to something else. Yeah. Uh, lots of back and forth action throughout this match. Towards the end of the match, the Butcher begins hitting Ashihi with some massive chops and makes him mad. Nothing the Butcher does seems to affect Ashihi. The Butcher hits Ashihi with probably 12 to 15 punches, and Ashihi returns the hits and hits the Butcher twice. Uh, Ashihi then hits the Butcher with the suplex. He goes for the pin. However, the blade saves. Ashihi tags himself in. Uh, I'm guessing that's supposed. My notes are supposed to say Orange Cassidy there. Tags himself in, landing multiple elbow strikes on the Butcher. Matt Hardy and the Bunny distract the ref. Rocky Romero stops the Blade from using brass knuckles. Orange Cassidy takes out the Butcher and Matt Hardy, allowing Ashihi to hit the Blade with a delayed brainbuster for the victory. And Orange looks spin after the match. Looks like yeah. the dive off the off the turnbuckle took all his energy out of him. Yeah, probably did. You know, Mister Sloth doing big moves. Right. He always seems right. worn out afterwards. Right. Of course, the man wrestles on like all three shows at most weeks. I do believe at some point or he another. does put a lot of work in. Unlike MJF, yeah. who wrestles like three times a year. <laughs> Not really three, but maybe like eight. Which is I was going to say though. four. It's fine, though, because every time he wrestles, he's really good, and it's kind of like a special attraction, it seems like, when he does wrestles. Yep. Uh, we head backstage to Tony Schiavone, who's interviewing Andrade El Idolo and FTR. 
Andrade says he is a better wrestler than Pac and Cody. FDR says they were supposed to make history at full gear. They tell Andrade that they will waive their fee and team up with him and Malachi to take on Cody and Pac in an eight-man tag match. That'll be next week in Chicago. And don't forget, yes. Tully said Arn, he's got one more in him. I don't want to see that. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I really don't. I, I try to. I've already tried to erase that from my mind. I don't want to see Tully and Arn in a match together, unless it's in some type of like six man tag match competition. Yeah. Tully's already wrestled once in AEW. That was enough for me. <laughs> Yeah, uh, um, yeah. This will be a fun eight-man tag. Um, you know, I'm surprised yeah. coming out of full gear. The two reports of like actual legit injuries are Malachi and Eddie Kingston. Uh, of course, both of them kind of had the night off tonight, but right. it must be okay if uh, Malachi's going to wrestle next week and Eddie they're teasing the match with him and Daniel Garcia eventually. So. Yeah, uh, unless you know Malachi kind of hangs back and doesn't do a whole lot within the match, maybe. Good. Good. We get highlights up next from Ty Conte and Britt Baker's match from Full Gear. Tony Schiavone is backstage with Britt Baker, Rebel, and Jamie Hayter. Baker says she is tired of carrying the women's division. Schiavone brings up Hayter's match against Thunder Rosa next week. Yeah, the one thing I always notice about Jamie Hayter is she never does a DMD. No, she doesn't. I don't think she's full in with them. No, I think that turns coming eventually down the line. Um, Probably yeah, quicker than we J- think. Uh, Jamie Hayter is not going to win over um, Thunder Rosa. I'm just saying that right now. No, not at all. And Red Velvet's not going to be Jade on Friday. It's going to be Jade against Red Velvet in the semis. And then I think I think uh, Ruby uh, Soho beats Statlander. It'll be Ruby against the winner of tonight's match between Sheeta and Nyla Rose, which we will cover here momentarily. Yes. Actually, uh, right now, uh, Nyla Rose makes her way to the ring with Vicky at her side. Kira Sheeta is right behind him. Sheeta bell rings. Sheeta delivers a series of strikes on Nyla Rose and has the upper hand until Rose catches Sheeta and hits her with a quick suplex. Sheeta sends Rose to the outside and now has the upper hand. Rose then begins stomping on the inside of Sheeta's leg. Nyla Rose uses the ropes to get an extra advantage. Rose distracts the referee and Vicky Guerrero chokes Sheeta. Well, your manager move there. Yep. <laughs> you would know something about that. No, not at all. <laughs> uh, Rose then tosses Sheeta into the corner. Turnbuckle knees first. Sheeta has a chair set up, but she takes her focus off Sheeta for too long. Sheeta, or off of Nyla for too long. Sheeta is now sitting in the chair. Rose goes for a diving senton, but Rose misses. Sheeta grabs the Singapore cane that Vicky Guerrero was going to use and instead hits Vicky with it. I was surprised to see Vicky take this hit. Honestly, I don't know why, but it just surprised me. It, it didn't really surprise me. I like JR's commentary on it that her, she's screaming, yelling, breaking glasses. She's um, always screaming, yelling, and breaking glasses, and she's said, just talking at that point. He said something else, too. <laughs> maybe chuckle. Like I was going to get a snack at the time when he said yeah. something, but uh, yeah. Um, yeah, carry on. Go ahead. Sheeta gets back into the ring, goes up top on the turnbuckle. However, Rose gets knocked down right away. Or Rose gets her knocked down right away. Um, stupid ad. <laughs> we then ha- head out for another picture-in-picture commercial break with Rose in control. 
Finally, we return with Sheeta in control. However, the ref is distracted again, and Serena Deeb takes the knee out of Sheeta and leaves the ring. Rose dives off the top turnbuckle with a leg drop. Nyla is going for the beach bomb. However, Sheeta counters and then has Rose in a triangle lock. Rose goes for another senton, but she misses. Rose grabs Sheeta and stretches her out with the stretch muffler, and Sheeta has to tap out meaning that Nyla now advances to take on either Chris Statlander or Ruby Soho. Which I think is going to be a Ruby Soho. Um, I agree with you. But, uh, yeah, um, good match. We've seen this match. I, I don't want to see this match again for a long time, though. We've seen these two go at it too many times already, in my opinion. Um, yeah. But I do like the Serena Deeb interference. Um, it's personal between her and Sheeta, that's for sure. So I, I do like that storyline continuing. But uh, yeah, yeah. it was fine. Uh, it it was eh, average <laughs> again because we've seen it you know way too many times already. Mm-hmm. Um, up next is Malachi Black talking about his match next week on AEW Dynamite in Chicago. Malachi Black, Andrade El Idolo, FTR versus Cody Rhodes, Pac, and the Lucha Bros. Yeah, Malachi's promos are always good, but they're ones I have to go back and watch two or three times to understand what exactly he was talking about. He's very, very cryptic. Mm-hmm. Uh, whether it's cutting a promo or doing an interview, he'll, <laughs> he he sounds like he's leading you one way, and then it's just, oh, we're over here. Uh, oh. Yeah, I'm still, uh, you know, he hinted at his character kind of changing in the next few weeks when you interviewed him. So I'm now I'm just waiting for that. I'm kind of looking into like, you know, I hope it's not the know. added eye makeup. I hope that's not what he was referring to because that's what either. it was, man. That's a letdown. But, that's a uh, letdown after all that coverage that that interview got. Right. Um, <laughs> I don't know. I mean, we'll stay tuned. Maybe it's just teaming with more people. I, I don't know. I don't know what it's going to be. Yeah. I do see he is going to face Buddy, Mur- Buddy, my boss, Buddy Murphy, Buddy Matthews <laughs> at an uh, indie event uh, coming up. Uh, next month, I believe. Yeah, I wish I could be there for that. Yeah, they face. I would him. love to see that. Mm-hmm. See if we get more eye injuries. Mm-hmm. Uh, next an up, eye for an eye. it's not an eye for an eye match. <laughs> no, worst match I've ever seen. In my life. Ugh. Yeah, ugh. yeah, that was the worst fake eye I've ever seen in history. Awful <laughs> attempt at something different. With their amount of money, you'd think you'd at least get you know a more real looking one. But what do I know? Mm. Oh, I sneezed. Oh, my eye popped out. <laughs> uh, <laughs> up next, MGF music hits. It comes out to cut a promo with Spears and Wardlow. Um, he begins insulting the fans in attendance. MJF says he is the complete man in the business, and he will be the one who starts a bidding war in 2024. I'm assuming that's a hint at when his contract set to expire. Yes. I believe so. Um, okay. Can we talk about Spears and Wardlow for a minute real quick? Um, you notice yeah. Spears comes up right next to MJF. Wardlow keeps his distance. And it's gotten, if you watch, it's gotten further and further back. And Every couple he, of weeks, he's just a little bit further back each time. Spears gets on the mic. You know, he's trying to tell the crowd to stop booing uh, MJF. And MJF says, you're a great account- accountability buddy. Kind of bill a buddy. Um, so then he sits down and he's eating something, which made me laugh, eating some kind of chocolate bar, or some candy bar. Wardlow, yeah. if you watch, looks over at him, 
kind of gives him one of these looks and then just shakes his head like this when Spears isn't looking. And then just goes right back to. Mm-hmm. Gosh, I'm ready for time. him to turn. I'm ready for him to turn fast. <sighs> yeah, and watching vlogs and watching some other stuff, the man can talk. I want to hear yeah. him cut a true promo. And I know we've compared him to this guy before, but he's got so much of a young Dave Batista in him. It's not even mm-hmm. funny. Oh, I know. I cannot wait to see it. Uh, MJF says that he could take Adam Page's title, and he deserves it. MJF says nobody in that locker room is as good as him. And then cult of personality hit. I have since that first episode where Punk walked through the curtain, I said, I wanted the best in the world versus I'm better than you and you know it. And we might get it now. I think we're going to get it. I thought it's going to be a slow build and I'm here for it. The promos are going to be a wrestling fan dream. These yes. two on the mic against each other. I mean, we saw what Punk and Kingston did against each other in a short time. And, right. Yeah, this is going to be fun. This is going to be so fun. And if they do eventually meet, I will make a prediction that MGF hands Punk his first loss in AEW. Oh, I, I agree with that. I agree with that. I think and that's how it I'm needs even to be. Go on the record even more. Um, we'll have to backdate this next year, but next year, <laughs> on this day next year, a year from now, MGF will be the world champion. Okay, we'll see. We'll see. Um, Punk walks down, just stares at him. MGF says something like "Hi" or something to him. Yeah. Punk kind of laughs, turns his back on him, and walks out just oh, definitely smiling laugh, right? and laughing. Yep. Ultimate uh, disrespect. I absolutely love that segment. Perfect. That was probably – I'll get into that later. Uh, <laughs> next up is uh, Darby Allen cutting a promo. He's interrupted by the gun club. Um, Darby's talking about he's not taking time off. He wants the biggest, the best. So Billy Gunn challenges him and – as they walk away, Alan says, screw it. Let's do it. Yes, I, I, I do have to say, um, I was like, okay, this is random that um, that Billy Gunn is, or the Gun Club even, is making an appearance on Dynamite. But they deserve it. I mean, they have a great record, tag team-wise. I know yeah. Billy, when teaming with his sons, he's over 30-0. and 0. It's like 36-0 and 0 or something. But he's 3-3 three and three in singles competition. Um, yeah. So the Gun Club deserves to get some TV time. I mean, the Colton and Austin are two of the young up-and-coming stars. Um, so I was fine with that. But I popped and laughed at Austin, Austin Gun, Guns. I left Turtles because yeah. Darby does look like that kid from years ago, the viral YouTube head. That I, lo- I like Turtles. Yep. Um, that made me laugh. So um, yes. Darby's like the king of Rampage. That guy is on Rampage is. almost every week. And he wins almost every week, yeah. it seems. I mean, he'll eat the pin from time to time, but Darby's a future star. He can't win at the pay-per-views. No, but he could win on every single show. Right. He doesn't need he, – he can he can afford losses. His stars already grown. Yes. To that and point. he doesn't need a belt. We've seen that. He had one. He was big before then. He's bigger now. He's just going to ride this tidal wave of momentum for a while. Maybe we see something. Maybe the gun club attacks Darby and Paul White comes out for the save because they never did anything with that. Unless they did something on, on Elevation or Dark that I didn't see. 
I I don't know. We'll see. <laughs> uh, we go to another commercial break. Uh, come back from break. The super click says they were embarrassed. Adam Cole says the the young bucks are not cleared, so that he will team up with one of his best friends, Bobby Fish. Fish says that they will take care of Jurassic Express, and as he finishes the line by saying, "And that's," Matt Jackson stops and says, "Cut it! You can't say that." I did pop when Bobby Fish uh, talked about a grown man wearing a dressed up like a dinosaur because <laughs> I, I like that they don't beat around the bush. That that's kind of ridiculous exactly what it is wwe they wouldn't even acknowledge that so no um, in wwe he'd be a dinosaur with two master's degrees yep yep they'd probably put more of a suit on him that made him look more like barney (laughs) right right and wwe had him as a talent didn't know what to do with him cut him from nxt yeah yeah how quickly he became Luchasaurus and before he went on a big brother and then yeah and then Lucha Underground and then ultimately AEW. Yep, look at him now. Mm-hmm. Uh up next, the acclaimed Dante Martin and Leo Rush in This action. was this was fun. I really enjoyed Dante. Oh, yeah. Dante's becoming a star. I mean, he and Leo got their big uh win on on Dynamite last week, a debut as their team, and then he gets a big singles win um last Friday. In, in, in Minneapolis where he's from. And you can tell they're really pushing this kid. I mean, they believe in him. Leo's great talent. They claim great talent. Max Caster, I love his raps every week. Um, yeah, they're getting match. better and better now that he's kind of got that, okay, here's sure. here's the line you can't line, cross yep. again. 100%. So, 100%. That, pick, uh, on, pick on your opponent more than I, this I, I will town say he, we're in. He and Bowens rack up more losses than I would like. But kind of is what yeah. it is, I guess. You know, it wasn't till uh, over the weekend when I went back and rewatched Dynamite because I normally don't pay attention to Bowens. He's saying the city they're in every single week. Yeah, yeah he does. Yep. Yep. And he used to do. He used to just say AEW, but now he says the cities. Yep. Yeah, and the fact that he addressed Indianapolis as Indy was mm-hmm. one of my favorite things about yes, that. I, I mean. Uh, I think a majority of the country knows that Indianapolis is Indy is short for Indianapolis. And that's hard to say if you're really trying to get that cadence and tone of voice, how he does. Yeah. So, I mean, Indianapolis, we have arrived. It just wouldn't work. Yeah. Norfolk (laughs) works a little better. Yeah. Like Chicago Uh, next week. Lots of back and forth action throughout this entire match. Um, Towards the end of the match, the acclaimed hit the claim to fame. However, Dante Martin breaks up the pin. First, Martin hits Caster with a Colossus shotgun dropkick. Then Martin hits a big nose dive takedown. And Leo Rush hits a big frog splash for the victory. After big the match, frog though. Goes. He got some oh, air. <laughs> yes. That dude can fly. Yeah, he can. He's quick, too. Yes. And now, of course, he kind of looks like a knockoff version of the White Ranger, but I'm okay with that. <laughs> Might be what he's going for. The original White Ranger, not new. I, right. I haven't watched since right. the nineties. No, by the I way, I was going to say I was I was into the original Power Rangers when I was in the in the nineties when I was young. So I yep. don't know any other any any other versions. I knew I knew what you I were. didn't know there was another version until my kids started watching it. So that threw me off. I think they made like a hundred versions. Seems like so where yeah. there's money, they'll make it. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, after the match, though, this is my favorite. Team Taz comes out. And, of course, it's Hook, then it's Starks, then it's Taz, then it's Hops. 
Are they going to do anything with Hook ever, or is he just going to stand there? I don't know. It's been a while. Been waiting for him to at least have a match. I think they're going to make it a pretty big deal when he does have a match. Uh, I sure I hope surprised. so. I was surprised when they said come tomorrow. It's going to be one year since Hobbs joined Team Taz. That I mean, it, they're correct. It just um, doesn't seem that it doesn't ago, seem like it. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, it's interesting. They're scouting. They want Dante Martin. They said they'll wait. They'll be patient. Here's my question to you. I know he's still on the shelf injured, but do they go after Darius, try to recruit Darius, then get his brother over? No. I I think everybody has completely forgotten about Darius at this point. Well, they could go two directions when when he comes back, put top flight right back together, have Leo turn, or have Darius come back as a heel. Yeah. Come back and go, you know, what is this? I leave and you team with everybody on the roster. And you become a superstar without me. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. I like that idea. Mm-hmm. Uh, Christian Cage, Jurassic Express, cut a promo and accept Adam Cole and Bobby Fish's challenge for uh, Rampage. Christian's so cheesy sometimes with those promos. Haven't heard of the adage yes. of uh, don't bring a fish to a to a gut fight or a gunfight or whatever he said i'm like what? don't bring a fish to a fist fight fist fight yeah i'm like i get it with bobby <laughs> fish but i'm like come on man that's so cheesy uh, that uh jungle boy uh said how he has shaved his facial hair but he's still yeah. changed man inside so finally we might be getting jungle man so we can <laughs> finally maybe call him jungle jack from now on it's that jungle boy because they're gonna have to do that eventually or are we just gonna go jack perry will he <laughs> drop jungle altogether well, you know, I think if it goes over or well just enough, Jack. they, they want to do that kind of like Stone Cold Steve Austin, you know. Um, I will say Jungle Boy's over. I mean, my, my girlfriend, who doesn't really ever watch wrestling except when I kind of make her, um, she even noticed the other day, she goes, everybody seems to like Jungle Boy. I'm like, yeah. yeah. I mean, he's got the song everybody likes to sing to. All the women think he's attractive. He's a nice guy. He's this is the really same group of women who thought ring. his dad was the hottest thing right. of the 90s. Right. Let's not right. forget that. Right. Um, so he's really impressive in the ring. I mean, he's, he is one of the four pillars for a reason. So, yeah. 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 Put, it's time to push him to the moon. Yeah. And, you know, talking about uh, being over, being surrounded on either side at Indy by non wrestling fans, they even knew Jungle Boy and got excited when he came out. So, yeah, yeah that tells uh, you something. But I will say, I would like to see Luchasaurus do something else on a promo. So, I don't know. I'm ready for him to turn heel or something. I'm just, I'm kind of over it at this point. Let's bring up the fact that he's a dinosaur with two master's degrees again. But hey, no Marco lately with the Jurassic Express. I can get on board with that. You can, you can. He he's can backstage every week because he he's showing stay, up on the Sammy vlog. But... He can stay on the Sammy vlog. I don't mind him there. But <laughs> when he gets on Dynamite. Because nope. he, two different people, honestly. Correct. Correct. I like Sammy Vlog. I'm with you. I like Sammy Vlog Marco. Dynamite Marco, I don't see a point in. 100%. Added weight. That's all he is. Uh, we then get a rundown for the matches that will be on Rampage and what we'll see next week. And I do not happen to have those on me. Uh, Rampage, we're getting Bobby Fish and Adam Cole versus Jurassic Express, Lucasaurus. And Jungle Boy, we're getting Darby against Billy Gunn. And we're getting Red Velvet versus um, Jade Cargill in the TBS 
uh, quarterfinals, tournament quarterfinals. Next week, we have Pac, Cody, Lucha Bros against FTR, Andrade, and Malachi. And I don't remember what else. <laughs> Me either. Oh, uh, oh, Brian Danielson and Cole Cabana. Oh, that's right. Yeah, because yeah, that was the only one that was the the graphic was done for the Thanksgiving edition for that one, and that was the only match it was done for for next week. And I don't think they previewed anything else for next week. I could be wrong. I don't remember. We, so let me ask you this: mm-hmm. Dark Order, kind of a comedy skit group right now, right? Out of all the matches for Wednesday, like I said, Danielson. Cabana was done up differently for the Thanksgiving special. Are we going to get something like the gobbledygooker to show up during this match? I hope not. <laughs> I hope not with Brian Daniel. I don't think Danielson would sign off on that. He's too serious. Um, or post-match or something. I, I think this will be a great match. This is going to be a fun one. Cabana's a mm-hmm. Chicago boy. Um, Cabana can really go when he needs to. They've had history in ROH back in the day. Yeah. So. Um. Yeah, we'll see, and, and it'll be interesting to see how many matches Danielson actually has with Dark Order members before he finally goes against Hangman. I don't think he's got to run through them all, but he'll get to a well, few more. I'm just saying, if it comes down to him and Anna J, Anna J is going to knock his head off. I mean, Saw she takes yeah, she can take Stu Grayson out. Danielson's no problem for her. Stu's <laughs> <laughs> no Danielson. Uh, yeah, I would love to see that match though. That'd be a fun one. <laughs> Stu and Danielson, not so much. I, I, and Danielson. I do. That'd, that'd be fun too. Don't worry. That'd be fun Don't worry. Too. It'd just be her coming out and shoving him over the top of the ropes and him sure. standing there going. And and that'd be it. Yeah, Bree, Bree might come out um, yeah. from, from backstage for that one. Don't touch my man. <laughs> uh, the Lucha Bros cut a promo and talk about how they will win their eight-man tag match next week. And now it's time for the main event. The TNT Championship. Jay Lethal, Sammy Guevara, one-on-one. And I got to say, I was nervous about this. Um, I The last time I watched Jay Lethal, this will date me a little bit here, was right after he got done doing the Macho Man gimmick and just started doing the Ric Flair gimmick. <laughs> Yeah, so. um, I, I'm i kind of right there with you. I know he was the ROH champ for a while, but mm-hmm. I'm more familiar with him doing the Randy Savage gimmick and then the Flair gimmick and the Impact. Yep. Uh, before the match, Tony Nese is shown watching from ringside. The bell rings, both men tie up. Both of them exchange and counter each other's moves for a good minute to start things off. Lethal hits Guevara with a quick drop kick. Lethal goes for the pin, but Sammy kicks out at two. Lethal is going for a dive, but he hits uh, Sammy hits Lethal with a big rising knee strike and then hits Lethal with a big dive over the top rope. Guevara grabs Lethal and gets him back into the ring. Guevara goes for the shooting star press. Lethal gets his knees up, and Guevara takes Lethal's knees to the ribs, which are still taped up from the street fight. They were even taped up during the street fight. Yes. Still taped up from uh, his first attack. Yes. <laughs> uh, long-term storytelling by Sammy Guevara. <laughs> <laughs> 
Uh, Guevara grabs Lethal, gets him back into the ring. Guevara goes for the shooting star press, like I said. Uh, they head to a commercial break with picture-in-picture. Uh, during the break, the medical team is checking on Sammy Guevara and his ribs. He's trying to push them away, but they still check him out. They help Guevara up, but he's good to go. Guevara makes the trainers finally go away. Guevara then flips off Lethal and tells him to bring it. The action goes back and forth. Sammy hits a Spanish fly. Lethal goes for a top to- tope suicida. However, Guevara catches him and hits Lethal with a brain buster. Guevara hits Lethal with another big knee strike outside of the ring. Guevara goes to the outside and dives for Lethal. However, Lethal moves and Guevara goes through the table. I thought it was ending right there at one point. I said, okay, they're going to count to 10, do a double count out. Neither person loses. We'll get a nice little feud here. That would have been interesting. <laughs> I didn't even think about that. That didn't even cross my mind, but uh, that would have been an interesting way to go. As soon as he hit that table, I went, up. Oh, yep, 10 count. <laughs> uh Back inside the ring, Lethal goes for a submission hold. However, Guevara grabs the ropes. The ref breaks it up. Next, Lethal goes for the dragon suplex. Guevara lands on his feet and hits Lethal with two knee strikes. Guevara finishes by hitting Lethal with the GTH. Finally, after three or four attempts yep, to get him up. Could not get him couldn't. up uh, with the ribs. Uh, Guevara gets the pin, gets the victory. Uh, after the match, Inner Circle comes down to the ring to celebrate with Sammy Guevara. Guevara gets up on his feet and kind of pushes the Inner Circle guys away, goes over, shakes Jay Lethal's hand, and all five men in the ring stand there as it goes off air. Yeah, there was no Jake Hager out there tonight because at first nope. the Inner Circle was coming down like, oh, are they going to turn on Sammy? That was my first. <laughs> and then I didn't see Hager. I'm like, okay, they're not going to. If they're going to if they're going to do something like that, they're going to make sure all – Members are present. Um, well, yeah, because it would have been interesting since, you know, Jericho is coming down clapping for him. Right. Which we've seen happen. Right. In other I just thought it was turns. weird. It was like two minutes left. All of a sudden they came out. I, I just thought that was kind of rushed. But. Yeah. Yeah. Overall, pretty good episode of uh, Dynamite. Your final mm-hmm. thoughts. That's one of my favorite episodes of Dynamite in a while. Um, I thought it was really good. I'm going to go with 8.5 tonight. There okay. wasn't much I had complaints with. I thought every match was pretty good. Promos were good. I mean, it started differently than a normal Dynamite does. We do usually don't get talking in the ring right away, but that was great. I mean, we got Brian Danielson on our TV for like the first 40 minutes of Dynamite yeah. tonight. Um, set up some good stuff. A lot of intriguing storylines going forward. Uh, next week's episode will be interesting because it's the night before Thanksgiving. I can't think that's going to be a highly rated episode. Um, I mean, it's just tough the night before Thanksgiving. Uh, speaking of that, I will not be on next week. Paul will be. If you're listening or watching this show and you want to fill in for me next week, please DM us. I don't think Paul yeah. would be opposed of having a, a fill-in for one week. Um, no. Tanner it, needs his breaks, you know, apparently. uh <laughs> Apparently he's got to go cry in the corner for a whole nother week. It's tough working through my uh, working through injuries this whole time, so I got to go on a hiatus for a little <laughs> oh, bit. Oh, okay, Kenny. I got to go on okay, a hiatus Kenny. for a little bit. Uh, but uh, what do you rate tonight's show? Uh, I'm right there with you. I'll give it an eight point five. Yeah, I think it was a great show from start to finish. Uh, I enjoyed the promo right out the gate from mm-hmm. uh, the elite and celebrating Hangman right off the bat, right after the elite. 
was great. One other thing I want to say, I forgot to bring up when when the the elite were st- were talking. Kenny opens up with he has not watched the match back yet. Yeah, little detail right there, because when he yes. does, he's gonna notice the Bucks could have helped him and didn't. Which is what's gonna happen when he comes back from his injuries. He's gonna walk in the door. It, and it's not just going to be a walk and he's going to kick in that door and he's going to go, really? You were there and you didn't offer a helping hand. Yeah, and then I think we'll see Kenny turn. We're going to get a different Kenny when he comes back. Yeah, it'll uh, definitely be worth it. Um, wrestler of the night. Oh, tough one here. I, I, I would go with Sammy, but I've gone with Sammy so many times. It seems like, um, Hmm. Man, wrestler of the night. You know, I'm going to go with Ishii. Okay. Just because this is probably the only time we'll see him in AEW. Um, I don't follow New Japan real closely, but he, he's a big deal over there. And I was impressed with what I saw with him tonight. And, uh, yeah. Him and Orange getting the win, which I never thought was in doubt. I thought they'd beat the Butcher and the Blade, but right. I feel like I've given everybody, all the other winners tonight already, a Wrestler of the Night award. So I want to go with something different. Okay. Well, uh, I'm going with Brian Danielson because <laughs> uh, we got him, like you said, for almost 40 minutes yep. of Dynamite tonight. Mm-hmm. So uh, congratulations from going from, you know, a uh, three second match where he, gets his head kicked off and a pin to lose his title to 40 minutes on TV in one setting. Yep. We definitely get our money's worth with him every week. Yes. Yes. Now, before we sign off, I want to do something different. Full gear rating. Oh, I really enjoyed it. Um, I saw the buy rate today came out about estimated 145,000, which is the second most in AW history. It's down from all out this year, which was the most in AW history. Um, uh, I'm going to go with a solid nine. I really enjoyed it. Okay. Okay. I, uh, I'm right there with you. Solid nine. I enjoyed every minute of it. Even the buy-in grabbed my attention. A lot of times I overlook the buy-in and just kind of, you know, get everything else ready while it's on. But I actually sat down and watched it this time. Well, I'll tell you that what, what lowered it for me was um, the main Apple Street fight. I mean, there was a few mm-hmm. segments in there I liked, but overall the match, I just didn't care for it. Um, and, and it was, I was already, you know, I, I love AW's pay-per-view structure of the four, four pay-per-views a year. I don't want them to change that. I don't even mind a four-hour pay-per-view, but I wish they would start it the actual show at seven instead of eight yeah. or four hour. Cause when getting over midnight on a Saturday night is pretty late. And um, I'm sound like an old man here, but uh, I was just ready. I was for just that main getting event. home then. What are you talking I about? Was, oh, well, yes, yes, you were. Uh, I was hyped up for that main event and ready to watch that. And I don't know. It was just kind of dead, dead, dead air <laughs> to me before the match before that. So I don't know. I think America, Top team. I mean, Junior Santos. Maybe he'll stick around and do some stuff. But or or Orlowski's a UFC contract fighter, so it's pretty rare to even let him do things like this. I mean, Lambert loves the business, so maybe we'll see him again. I hope not for a while. I want to see um, the men of the year do something different. I think Scorpio Sky will be Sammy's next uh, TNT title challenger at uh, either a big Dynamite or pay per view. 
I wouldn't mind seeing Scorpio be the one that takes the belt. From He's Sammy. number three in the rankings right now. So. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, yeah. Uh, so your wrestler of the night then? From Full Gear. Yeah. Oh, it had to be Hangman Page. Can't be anybody but Hangman. <laughs> oh, but it can. It can. It can. I went with Punk. Okay. Uh, just because I enjoyed that. I mean, I can't recall the last time, apart from his MMA stuff. I can't recall the last time we saw Punk bleed. No, it's been a while. I mean, he even... And that nice little shout-out. He even cut a little backstage thing saying that, uh, you know, a lot of people talking trash about me backstage. They can come fight me because every day I'm remembering more and more just who the F I am. Yep. And his nice little shout-out with the five-knuckle shuffle. Sure. Honage of so. John Cena, so in his yep. rivalry that'll never end with him. Um, <laughs> no, Punk was that was a great match. That was my probably my favorite match, but just storyline wise and everything, and crowning a new AW champion and Hangman. I had to go with Hangman. I still wish we were getting him against Mox, but that's okay. You know, I think he'll hold the belt until Mox comes back. Yeah, and then we'll get to see it finally. Yeah, I think we'll get to see it eventually. Uh, I think I think his next feud. Uh, at Revolution will be Adam Cole. That's just my prediction right now. Will it be Adam Cole of the Elite, or will it be Adam Cole of another group? Matters how long Kenny's out. The Elite <laughs> would tie it in better with storyline. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Well, uh, good episode of Dynamite. Good full gear. Looking forward to next week's. Um, before. We get out of here. You gave me the props to do this. Mm-hmm. I got to switch gears here from uh, KOP champion to just a little heel manager. Uh, if you're in the Warsaw area next Saturday night, stop on by the CCAC. That's the City Council Athletic Center. Check out FWF. Uh I'll be representing myself out there with Scott Alexander as he takes on Damian Easterday for the FWF Cruiserweight Championship. There are a lot of great matches on this card. I'm I'm excited to be part of this one, though. Uh, good old Rip Ryerson Jr. there hanging out with Scott as uh, I continue to earn Scott's trust as the new guy. So it's going to be a great show. Uh, doors open at 6 o'clock. Bell time 7 o'clock. If you want to reserve your seats and you're in the Rochester, Warsaw area, shoot us a message. We'll get together. I'll get you some tickets ahead of time, and we'll get you as close to the action as we can. It's going to be a great, great night as uh, we strive to survive. In one of these episodes, I'm going to have to have you pull back the curtain a little bit as much as you can and kind of explain what goes into your character and, and everything in that promotion. Yeah, uh, follow me on Facebook. You'll see pictures of me up there. Uh, I've got permission from the gentleman who took the pictures to use them, so I'll I'll get them up on KOP uh, tomorrow sometime, maybe Perfect. Friday. So, and once again, Paul will be back here live ten ten same same time ten minutes after Dynamite goes off the air next Wednesday. I will be out. Once again, if you're listening to this podcast or watching it, and you're like, hey. I'd like to talk some AW wrestling for about an hour or so. Shoot us a DM. We'll get you the email invite and everything and get you logged on here. And you can join Paul next week and take my place. 
Yeah. And uh, with that being said, be sure to go follow the Kicking Out podcast on all social media, Kicking Out Pod. Listen to this podcast every week, everywhere you listen to your podcasts. If that happens to be Apple Podcast, give us a like, leave us a review. It helps us out a lot. Be sure to uh, follow Tanner Lee on all social media at Tanner Lee 92. Be sure to follow the KOP Predictions champion myself on all social media at Paul Zartman 921. With that, Tanner, we'll see you uh, in two weeks. With yes. The Kicking Out Podcast will be back. Have a good back. Thanksgiving, everybody. Yeah, let's have a good Thanksgiving, Tanner. We'll see you in two weeks. We'll see you right back here after Dynamite next week as I kick out yet another podcast. <laughs>